Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. On this week's podcast, we look at how to deliver excellence in social media marketing and specifically how to bring audiences to the centre of your brand. This podcast was recorded live on Facebook on Friday the 22nd of January. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back uh, to Serious Social Live. Um, it's actually my first one of the, the new year. Where are we at? We're at uh, the end of week three in January. So for anyone that's been doing dry January, you're about a week away from giving yourself a huge pat on the back for enduring the toughest of Januaries. And for anyone else who, like myself, just thought this year's January meant just grab a bigger glass and keep going, well done you. There is no judgment. Keep doing whatever's getting you through these tougher times. And no judgment is really um, the merit of this live today. It's no surprise that over the last year, many, many brands and agencies alike have piled into social media. We've seen the data, in fact, on the Serious Social Lives, which we have now been doing since um, late February, uh, March last year, I think, You'll see um, weekly broadcasts talking about the data, the big shift that, that happened. The numbers are astonishing. And look, well done to anyone that pivoted and figured out a way from moving from one vertical to another. Let's look through the lens of excellence, though, because there are some common flaws occurring, which, to be fair, lots of people don't know about because they're not immersed with algorithms and they don't work in social in the manner that sort of uh, perhaps we do day in, day out. And I want to look at some of those common errors today to help you all understand what you need to be doing this year to truly excel in social media. A critical and largely under, misunderstood or, or even not known challenge with social lies around the algorithms. And this isn't uh, just an opportunity for me to geek out for a, a, a few moments. To thrive in social, you have to truly live and breathe social media. And I don't mean that from a user perspective. We all post on Facebook. We all um, post on Instagram. Okay, some people may have left Facebook, but you get the point. But there's a big difference between user behavior and understanding how the channels are constructed and what they want to achieve. And there is a big difference in understanding how the algorithms uh, work. We've spent the better part of 13 years um, working to cultivate best-in-class relationships with all of the social media channels. And in the case of Facebook, we're one of their few marketing partners. Why is that information important for you all to understand? Well, the algorithms, how the content works, the purpose of the content, that all changes daily. And in fact, there have been times over the years where um, – ad performance has literally zeroed overnight, and it's been because of a big Facebook algorithm change, something that wasn't communicated to the public for many, many weeks later. In fact, we were the agency that took the news to the likes of BBC to help them. The key point, to excel in social, you have to come to an understanding of how the algorithms work. And I don't for one minute expect you all um, to be the geeks that perhaps we are at IF. We're all a little bit weird in a positive way, and we like understanding and exploring um, the data. But if, you, if you're not that way inclined, you need to have access to insight, and you need to understand how they work. And before I bamboos, bamboozle you all too much with, with science, the reason that knowledge 
is important is without it, you can't come to an understanding of the content you need to create. And if you don't understand the content needed for a channel, you then can't begin to ideate around what your stories and journey should be from your brand. Too many companies arrive at this conclusion from a brand out perspective. You've been told we need to push this message or this vertical, or we've got this big moment in the calendar where we need to make up a revenue shortfall. And you construct your communications from that starting block, which everyone does. Right? Again, no judgment. But too few people are bringing in an understanding of how the channels work and what's needed. And there are some common, common mistakes happening. Now, I'm going to reel off a list of some of the errors. Now, this isn't me saying, oh, you've been an Aussie boy, girl, if you're doing this, um, stop it. Frankly, if I listed all the errors I made in industry over the, Casey Howe keeps telling people, decades I've worked in industry now, you could release a best-selling book on all the cock-ups I've made. We all learn from our mistakes, don't we? Or we, we make better learnings from our mistakes. Success is a pretty crap tutor, as the um, England rugby um, coach famously said um, last year. And I wholly agree with that. So if you're making any of these mistakes, I'm not judging you. I just want to highlight them. And then we're going to go back through and talk about how we can navigate them. So are you perhaps using the same visual and post copy on every social media channel? And worse still, are you posting that same visual and post at the exact same time on the exact same day across all of your, your social? Are you perhaps using a single creative asset to deliver a hero campaign for the brand with more than 99% of your budget just being placed behind uh, media? Perhaps you have an organic only social strategy. Um, and if you're doing that at the moment, you should really pay attention in a couple of minutes time when we start talking about some of the data because there's more you must be doing. Perhaps your posts aren't being written for engagement. You're broadcasting ad headlines or PR headlines. That is not a slight on the ad industry or the PR industry. I have worked in both. I've got favorable colleagues. And in an inter-agency environment, we work with both ad agencies and PR agencies. And we couldn't do the whole marketing mix without their involvement. But taking an ad headline into social, there are so many reasons why you couldn't and shouldn't do that from the algorithm, I will come on to it. And the same for a PR headline. You need to engage audiences with the visual and the copy. And I'll, I'll come back to why that's a, a key point. Perhaps you're doing a demand generation only strategy, aiming to convert people at every post. Hey, I've worked for CEOs that have said, we've got to get out there, we've got to do these numbers, we've got to, we've got to get this product shifted. All I want to see is that product being pushed. Now that's a brand problem. That's not a strategic enablement for social content. And as individuals, we need to stand up for those um, people above us who perhaps don't have an understanding of how social should work. You can achieve conversion, but there's other content you have to put around it. Perhaps your post copy is repetitive. Um, I frequently see um, a really boring text and then learn more, hear more, or click here, or in the case of virtual events, visit us here. Hate to break the news to you, but nobody's ever visited um, having read a post that said, visit us here. Are you using the same white paper on all your content, giving up the crown jewels behind the gate and then using the same insights to try and drive a webinar or a round table? People have already got the insight. They're less motivated to come back. Um, perhaps you've created an asset template and are only changing the asset headline on each version and then putting 
the content in the feed. Well, if you do that and go back and take a look at your feed, it looks a bit spammy. Reasons why you shouldn't do that. Last one, perhaps you've created a social strategy encompassing a supposed channel and content strategy without using data or insight. Somebody put me under the cosh and asked me to create a top-line social strategy for them and asked me to tell them how to better improve their social. I could do it without looking at any of the data, but it won't excel. To truly excel, you have to look at data, and that starts with the channels. That starts with their algorithms. It starts with the audience behaviors, and then layering in the ambitions and purpose of the brand. And once you've blended all of that information, only then can you start to make judgments or decisions on what you should be doing. So let's take a step back. Let's start with um, content originated from some of those challenges. So most notably, repetitive deployment or basic iterative changes. I spoke about algorithms a little bit at the start. This is one of the elements where that knowledge and understanding is key. And I'm going to give you a really simple um, example, just one example, in the hope that you'll realize um, you need to have somebody you can either consult with or um, cultivate contacts within the social channels to, to surface information. Let's take a look at search. This is something that's particularly strong on Instagram um, and Twitter with their, their keyword and, and hashtag search, but it's particularly weak in Facebook. So when you're producing copy in Instagram and in Twitter, you have to be thinking about how the keywords feature within your copy and the utilization of hashtags to extend your audience reach. Yes, before people message me, I do know Facebook have got and hashtags, go and take a look at the few people using them. It's certainly not an adopted trait. This is Facebook trying to better improve their search. The point being, though, when you're creating content or copy, you need to understand how the channels work. So the copy you put into Twitter should not be the same copy you put into Facebook because it's going to be constructed differently. The call to action perhaps needs to differ because of how the algorithms work and certainly the visual exploitation that you should be looking at. That should differ across all of the channels because they all have different ad sets and they all have different... Um, algorithms to a degree. There's one overarching point across all social. They want audiences to engage and not be spammed. Facebook made a big shift a couple of years ago <clears throat> following some criticism that they were enabling brands to disseminate repetitive content from multiple channels. So now there's an algorithm within Facebook that actually tracks that to make sure that the same visual isn't just being repeated, isn't being spammed. Now, that doesn't stop you doing multiple assets. In fact, it further enables it, but you've got to think about how that visual story evolves, how it, um, the, the sequential storytelling can be evolved and elevated so audiences don't feel like they're seeing the same story, the same message, the same visual again and again. We call this nudge nurture. The reason that's important is um, people will happily build on a story and get immersed into a story if they're being taken on a story journey. If you're being hit by the same message and the same um, strap line, it can have detrimental effect. Before Christmas, we had to look at a new mattress. I did a common search and then um, received dozens of ads across social um, as a result. And I'm not critical of that because that's exactly what I do. It's how I make a living, getting people to buy stuff and influence spend. But what really shocked me was how poor 
how very poor many of the adverts were. So the immersive and the iterative um, storytelling, you can pull people into a brand story and a brand belief, but you've got to give a bit back to them. You've got to take them on a journey. And that goes beyond just creating a single asset and changing a bit of copy. Uh, you've got to think about how the visual can change. So a bank of assets, a suite of assets, rather than a singular asset. And before anyone points to the likes of Carlsberg and their great statement where they can put a single ad out, pump a couple of million in ad spend behind it and get loads of results, you're kind of missing the point on the 20 years of um, multi-channel brand acquisition work that they've done to arrive at that point. A new entry to market absolutely cannot emulate that. You've got to do a bit of work. And we're a bit smarter now on digital channels as a result of all the years we've been on them and being served spammy ads. You've got to work hard. So don't just create an asset like the bed company that talks to a single USP and just blast it continually. You might stumble on some transactions, but you're not going to hook people in. The clever assets, and it really sticks in my mind, um, there's a brand, a bed brand called um, Simba, a mattress brand called Simba, I should say. And their USP is pretty similar to everyone else in minimizing bedroll. No surprise, I'm a little bigger than my wife, bless her. And we do suffer with the, the bedroll, a common problem in many households all over the country. Most mattresses say they don't have bedroll. Simba found a really quirky way of showing it. There was a, a cup of water and a person jumping on the bed next to it and a cup of water doesn't spill. I was really pulled into that message. All the other standard ads with the compression metrics, I switched off them. I cannot remember the brands that showed me those kind of scientific elements. It was too much. The point being, find the reasons to hook people in and take them on a journey and produce creative to it. But it has to be a series of content and you've got to nudge, nurture people. I said organic only was a really bad, uh, really bad play. Less than 1% of your audience will see your organic content on the likes of Facebook right now. So you've got to have tens of thousands of followers if your organic content is going to um, carry you anywhere. And the harsh reality that Katie, Bell, and everyone else that's been pushing out content for IF have been saying this for months, well, truthfully, we've been saying it for years. Social is a pay-to-play model. You have to invest to get results. You have to invest in that data. Every channel has different algorithms, different behaviors, different interests, different ad sets. Heck, if you go and look at measurement, some measure in reach, others in impressions. There's a reason for that. They don't want you being able to discern which channel is truly best at serving content. They want you to work hard for it. Let's just jump forward to some solutions so you're getting some output of this. Do you truly know who your audience is? Have you looked at that audience on social? Have you looked at the behaviors and interests of those audiences? And have you looked at data showing the topics they engage with outside of your brand, the adjacent topics, as we call it? Anyone that's used Brandwatch, there's a brilliant feature in it um, that allows you to look at affinity topics. And if, if that flicks a switch with you and you think, God, I want to hear more about this, do get in contact with us. We'll set up a call with um, uh, some of the experts back in the team who can walk you through it. It's a key piece of information that can really make your lives very uh, much easier. Have you considered the series of content needed to first trigger a head turn, metaphorically, and then the series of content needed to take your audience on a journey to arrive at a conclusion you wish them to have? And have you identified the difference between the better performing ad sets in Facebook and Instagram? GIFs were really popular on social a, a year or two ago. 
The reason for that is they were recognized as videos. So the algorithm gave you a bit of a reach kick. So we had loads of GIFs. But too many GIFs can be a bad thing too. We're used to seeing them. So what's the content that stands out from the noise? Lots of questions, very few answers. The point. If you're not asking all of these questions and arriving at conclusions to all of those answers, you cannot begin to create a social strategy to direct your channel strategy, your content strategy. And only at that point can you then consider audience acquisition, audience retention, and the activities that you've got going on. Social media is the most visible channel right now and has been for quite some time because of what's going on with COVID. That's only going to continue through this year. I don't want to depress anyone with uh, that COVID topic, but it's a reality. The point being, do pivot budget from PR into social. Do pivot budget from other marketing disciplines. If you're working with an agency that's a creative production agency and they're trying to do stuff in social for you, I applaud all of that. But make sure when you're looking at the strategy to inform the content production, the copy production and the journey you're going on, please start with data, not opinion based on a user, creating a fun TikTok for your friends. That might look great. There might be some vanity impact there, but it's not going to drive the brand needle. And what we need to be doing in social more than ever right now is growing up media. We call it serious social. It's why this is titled Serious Social Live. We really believe in this discipline and we really believe it's transformational for brands. Heck, we're doing it for many brands. I'm sure some of them are watching and we'll be able to attest to that. But it all starts with the grown-up element of having a grown-up strategy built on grown-up data, not the biased, either consciously or subconsciously, influence of a social media user. That's very different. So, I'm hoping that's inspired a lot of you to all want to go and learn more. And if you, you want to get into to strategy or find out more and you want to uh, hear about some to read, um, drop me a line. I'll happily um, share some information. I'm sure Katie watching is already thinking, oh, I've got a whole library I can, can share with you. The, merit of, the purpose of this live wasn't to make you all feel bad about what you're doing. It's to open your eyes to what you should be doing to better impact your content production this year and your copy production. If anyone's struggling and they want some advice, drop me a line. COVID is causing so much pain around the world right now. And believe me when I say I know that more than ever. I've, I've lost relatives to COVID. Um, I've got family hospitalized, as I said, and I've tragically lost people to suicide. And yet I'm still able to put a smile on my face because I've got great people around me. If you're struggling or having a tough time at the moment and want some help with your social direction, drop me a line and I will happily, happily invest some time to help you improve. Um, in return, when you go and smash it and you get all the excess successes, come and tell me about it. Let's go and spread um, some positivity around. Um, thank you, Alexandra, for that that note. That that means a lot. But the sharing of impromptu happiness, I'm going to point to a note here. I'm sure Lawrence is watching. On a particularly dark day, unprompted, I received a note and a bar of chocolate from, um, from Lawrence. It puts such a smile on my face. So let's go and spread a load of positivity and a load of help. And that starts with me helping you with your social direction. So do drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you all. That's it. Next week, I think Bell Lawrence will be back with you um, doing a serious social live. And then in a few weeks' time, we've got some of the other team um, stepping in to do some of the, the social uh, serious social lives as well. So you'll start to see more of the team, which is really exciting. It means you get to see less of me as well, which is only going to be a good thing. 
As always, any questions, drop us a line and we'll happily address them for you. But do go and look at all the historic lives and podcasts that have been out for the last year. There is so much information there um, and it should, should be a great starting point for anyone wanting to excel this year. Have fun. Take care. See you soon. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles.